being me episode, I'm going to conduct a little experiment. You see, I haven't posted an episode here for you in over a week, and every single day I think about doing it, and I don't do it, and it's for the last, oh, maybe seven days, maybe more, and I think, oh, I want to come up with a, I've got to come up with a better idea I've got to develop my idea a little more. Oh, that's kind of a cool idea, but then I don't have the setting to do it. I don't have the da 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 da. And the inner critic, the voice of doubt, uh, lizard brain, whatever you want to call it, the voice of fear, it comes in and it speaks, and I listen to it. That's what I've been doing. Just listen to it and say, yeah, don't do it today. Well, then what happens is I notice there's this mounting anxiety that tends to pile up in my life when I when I do that because part of me knows that that's just fear that I just gave into and when you give into fear what I notice when I give into fear is it just grows and so on my on my drive right now I decided you know what I have no idea what I'm gonna say no idea well why don't we just push record and see what comes out yeah, but what if it sucks? What if it? What if it's good, but it could have been ten times better with just a little bit of planning? Man, I just said I'm just gonna push it anyway, and um, and just kind of see what comes out. Now, for you, the listener, you might be like, I mean, who knows? My fear is like you're thinking, ah, man, there's tons of other content I could listen to where they actually plan it out better and and they, you know, put time and more time and preparation into it and and you know whatever maybe maybe you're listening to this and thinking that maybe you're not maybe that's the furthest thing from what you're thinking I don't know but this is me being me so I'm really I've got to remember I'm doing this podcast for myself (laughs) for my own therapy for my own enjoyment and I, part of the message is, and part of what I'm working on, part of what we all need to work on, is doing things that make us happy because they make us happy, ourselves happy. And that by doing so, we, we have more access to that version of ourselves that can add more value to other people. It's kind of like putting the, the mask on yourself first, the, the oxygen mask on yourself first. I've got to be happy. I've got to be operating from a place of content, happy, having resolved my own anxieties and fears on my own, and having, having stepped through them myself. And from there, I can add way more to the world and to the people in my life. And so, um, I have a couple things that come to mind that I could talk about, and they all everything really for me revolves around one of these major pillars one one major pillar of what you need what the world needs what the world not needs but what you would love is is a perspective about about ego and our personal and professional relationships, basically all areas of our lives, our relationship with money, our relationship with God, our relationship with our body, our relationship with our spouse, our relationships with our kids, our relationships with our friends and clients, and 
it really revolves around uh, it really comes down to having a developing a more and more sensitive awareness of our feelings inside of, of like what we're feeling and what this moment is teaching us um, pretty much it's like this there's this thing called the ego and its entire job <laughs> its entire job is it's all wired for completely for survival like an animal fight or flight but in humans it's kind of developed like a this need to be right and really it's this identity or this identifying ourselves as this separate self anytime you've got separation or this separate self happening that's all coming from what's called ego and there's nothing wrong with it it's just the way life is the exact opposite of that well ego if, if you take a piece of paper and you draw the line down the center on the left hand side you're gonna have words like ego fear survival reaction or reacting scarcity um, non-powerful weak survival I already said survival and all kinds of words like that uh, typically in there there's going to be inauthenticity lie protection of one's self protecting being right being needing to be justified needing at period just needing anything wanting um, lack it's like all those kinds of words on the other side so the direct opposite of all this stuff is going to be the opposite words of all those which are going to be like abundance love connection right togetherness <clears throat> instead of separateness um, and this this connection this love this is where abundance lives creativity abounds this is where you're not reacting but you're creating so there's the opposite word for the react is create uh, powerful all these kinds of things and these are all ways of being that are are coming from this this basically this uh, sense of service this love this sense that there is no separate self there is no separate self and that's, it's it's not true it's just a it's just a perspective to come from there's no separate self there's we're all the same uh, you've probably heard me say one of my deepest beliefs is that all of us here on this planet really are the same there's no difference between us there we're in our essence of who we really are in our absolute essence is we're all gods we're all creators we're all the same thing we're all consciousness and the only thing separate about us is the fact that we've each got these separate bodies and we've each got these separate uh, past experiences and therefore personalities and therefore uh, perspectives and so but that that part of it and that's the part that we see on the surface like if I were to meet you I would see a separate body over there and a separate body over here and right we're two separate people right but in our actual essence like who we really are there is no separation so last night me and my wife went to this marriage class 
for personal relationships to be able to um, help your personal relationship grow and there was a bunch of people in the class maybe over a hundred it was really cool and there was the coolest uh, metaphor that they taught and they basically took this this man and this woman and they said all right these are two separate people and they put them together and they they wrapped this uh, this this rope around them and the two who were separate became like one entity and then they put God inside of that rope and so when the the point they were making is that when you create a a a an agreement and a relationship like this then you include God in it when you have God in it it becomes one as one as you can now I know that physically we can't become one uh, because we're two separate bodies of course you can you know there's things that you can do to <laughs> to connect of course uh, physically but but really like it's it's more spiritual it's it's a spiritual perspective that, that there's not two separate things now I notice I've as I've developed more of an awareness of my feelings and gone through challenging times myself I notice I'm developing a, a more sensitive awareness of those feelings so this is a practice that I'm doing and I'm, I'm not good at it I struggle with it I'm working on it and I'll be working on it for the rest of my life just that's just the disclaimer but see if you can't do this as well see if you can't notice the language the language of separation the context that gets created in an in a in a conversation when the word I is used I or you if I use the word I and you then the then there's something that I'm talking about there's something that I'm saying that's like the content of what I'm saying and you could be any, you could say anything like hey I'm gonna I'm gonna read my book tonight I don't know what you're gonna do for example that's a quick little example. Like my wife might say, "I'm gonna. What are you gonna? What do you? Hey, what do we want to do tonight? You know, or what are we gonna do tonight?" Notice the language there. What are we going to do tonight? There's a the word we, right? So she, the context. So the, the content of what she's saying is she's asking a question about an activity that's gonna happen tonight. The context is that we're in it together, and that's just implied, assumed. And I've said she said that to me before, and I've said. Well, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna watch this movie. I don't know what you're gonna do. And you notice that right there in that language, there's the separation, I and you. Whenever there's separation and the words I and you used, I notice that's the context where all fights, all fights and all um, disagreements and uh, heartache and pain and challenges—they're they're all pretty much—they're all—they all pretty much happen inside of that context of, of 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 separation that gets created with the language, and it's just a habit. I'm just working on noticing any time that happens. So, as people who are committed to being more authentic and being more ourselves, right? Me being me, capital M here. You being you with a capital Y. 
I with the capital I, not the lowercase I, the one that's separate, but the I like the created, the intentionally created and generated I. The versions of ourselves that can really create more value and exchange more value in the world. We've got to develop a a very keen sense of awareness of this. And the only way to do it is to practice it. And every time you notice yourself using that kind of language, notice the feelings that come along with it. They'll probably feel comfortable because it's just like this is how I've always operated, right? But just noticing it is a big piece and then correct it. Not that it's any more correct, but just uh, restate it how you would like to. Restate it with more intention. And create a con find a way to do the thing. Find a way to keep the content essentially the same. It doesn't mean you, know, you have to change what the content is, but find a way to say it with a better context, with a more, not better context, with a more unified context. And when, when this is applied in our personal and professional relationships, we're going to create more unity, more togetherness. And this is where love and abundance and all that stuff is going to provide. So that's how the value is going to get created is, is in, this, uh, in, in unity. Of course, we're so much more powerful together. We're so much better together. Any part of you that wants to be separate, that wants to sulk in the corner, that wants to hold back and hold, you know, and protect your own self and your own ego and all that stuff. Any part of you that you're identifying with, any part of me that I'm identifying with that has me um, doing that, it's almost like in those moments, it almost feels like I can't control it. Like that's just who I am. I want to be separate. I want to be alone. I want to defend myself. I have to, right? It's the same part of me that's like, oh, I don't want to tell that secret. I don't want to let go of that secret and let people find out that secret. It's like part of me, it just feels like death. I would die if anyone found that out. Well, anytime, anytime you notice that, anytime you get to it, you can actually notice that that's happening. Right there is a tremendous opportunity. And the invitation is to... First of all, take it, put it right down on paper immediately. If you can just capture it while it's while it's agitated, while it's strong, while it's really clear, and just get it on paper, just write the sentence down. I'm I'm pissed off at my wife because she did this to me. Just get it out of you and get it onto paper so you can actually see it and observe it for what it is. That's one way to notice the language better. And just sit with it and observe it and just look at it for a second and you will see the language in there of I and you'll see the defensiveness, you'll see the, the need to be right, you'll see that and that is the first step in being able to let it go, like bringing it from your unconscious into the conscious awareness and from there you've just got to sit with it, sit with it. Give it the presence, and this is like where meditation probably comes in. I'm learning more about meditation and stuff like that. But it's like just sitting with that now that it's in the conscious awareness and letting it go. 
dropping it off. It's just like sit with it long enough to where it lets itself go. And you no longer identify with that part of yourself. Because it's that identifying with that part of yourself that needs to be a separate self. Now look, there's nothing wrong with it. Don't judge it. It's just your mind. It's just the ego doing its job. It's just the survival mechanism that's kept you alive, that keeps you alive. right? So developing a relationship with that ego part of yourself that keeps you alive in which you're very understanding with it and you're not judgmental of it. You're completely accepting of it. And yet... You don't allow it to run the show and to run your life, to run our life, because it is the thing, the only thing, the main thing. It is the thing that blocks us from abundance, from creating more value in our lives, from accessing that part of ourself that's just free-flowing, creative, fun, joyful, happy, with ease, and that creates. I notice when I'm in that egoic place, when I'm in that identifying place, I, I'm, I, that's, that's the me that doesn't want to record his podcast. That's the me that wants to stay comfortable. It wants to lay in my bed and consume content, listening to podcasts, listening to YouTube. It, it wants to stay alone. It doesn't want to put himself out there, right? That's the me that's always tired. That's the me that's always tired, no matter how, there's a, a drain of energy, no matter how, it's not a matter of sleep. There's no, there's no amount of sleep that can cure me from the lethargic feelings that come with being consumed and identified with that separate self. And the opposite is also true. When I let go of the secret, when I just call BS on the ego, when I come right out and say the thing I couldn't say, when I do the thing anyway that my ego's saying, no, don't do it, even like right now, having just recorded this podcast and gotten ideas out there and just talking to you, just talking to you, just opening up the lines of communication, there's a burst of energy right now in my body, there's an excitement, there's a creativity, I have a completely different perspective on my day right now than I did before I started this podcast where I had this mounting anxiety and not knowing exactly where it comes from, much of it, much of it's unconscious. It's just how we habitually operate. And I invite you to think right now, what's the thing that I'm not wanting to do that I know I probably should do? I've said I would do. That's even better. It's not that I know I should do it. There's no should. I hate that should thing. It's stupid. But it's just like I said I would do it. It will get me a result that I do want. I don't want to do it. Notice that I, the I, the ego, doesn't want to do it. Of course. Everybody's got that, right? So what is the thing for you? Just write it down. Don't even do anything but write it down. Just that alone is probably hard enough. You probably won't. You'll probably be listening to this thing and think, I'm driving. I'm, I'm, I can't write right now. I can't write right now. I, I'm, I'm busy. I'm working out right now. I'm on my run. I'm on my bike ride. I can't, I can't write right now, right? And I'm inviting you to write it down. Okay, if you can't write it down, speak it. Just say it out loud. Even whisper it to yourself. Just say it so that you can know you said it. That's a baby step. Just say the thing. For me, it was just just recording a podcast. <laughs> just hitting record on the podcast button. Um, 
once you say it out loud and you have this, now you're aware of what it is, I invite you to call BS on the ego. It's made up. It isn't real. It's an illusion that looks real, feels real. And we buy into it. We identify with it. We get caught up in it. And it is the robber of peace, joy, abundance, creation. It promotes separation. It makes you tired. It makes you depressed. It makes you lonely. It's not anything outside of you in your life. Any person outside of you that's the cause of your own loneliness, depression, uh, tiredness, drain of... It's nothing outside of you. It's the fact that you haven't stood up to that part of your ego that you're thinking is you. Standing up to it, calling BS on it, is like is is just doing that action, letting go of the secret, whatever secret you're holding on to, like telling it, just telling on yourself. You're basically standing right at the universe and you're calling BS. You're calling its bluff because it is bluffing. I promise you that it's a total bluff. And if you don't call its bluff, it will just own you. It will mop the floor with you. That's what it does to me when I don't call it out. (laughs) And so I'm recommitting myself to... I'm recommitting myself to noticing it. And anytime I notice it, if I can just even speak it out loud or get it on paper is even better. And then just immediately do the action that I know will just completely call BS on it. I'll go into more depth on this in the future. Thank you for listening. Look forward to talking to you soon. I hope this was useful for you and helpful for you. I hope you had as much fun listening to this as I did recording it for you. And if you got value from it, I invite you to share it. Share it with someone else that that could get value from it. And if someone shared this with you, then I invite you to send them back a message and thank them for it because they didn't do it to promote my brand. They didn't promote they didn't do it to promote me being me. They promoted it or they, they shared it with you for two reasons. One, so that they could be more of themselves, a serving, giving person who genuinely wants to help you. And two, so that you could be more you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that and we will talk to you soon. Stay tuned for more. We'll see you. Bye.